Yep. So we're going to come around the time of our service where we love to honour God with our first fruits. It's actually something that I'm personally very passionate about. Evan and I love it. We get paid. We both go to our phones. It's the first thing we do, even before we look at bills, anything. It's the first thing that comes out and we love it. We love honouring God for everything that he's given us. Um, I was talking to Evan yesterday. I'm reading this book at the moment by Bill Johnson and he talks about the mysteries of God. Um, And he says how often as humans, the mysteries of God can seem like like a bad thing, like a stumbling block. But he talks about the mysteries of God as being a treasure. Um, And the reason that it's a treasure is because God's way of doing things and God's mind cannot fit into our human minds, which is a good thing. Thank God that God is not human like us. Um, And so, yeah, he talks about the mysteries of God, how it's a beautiful thing, you know, that God has ways that are higher than ours, that our minds sometimes cannot understand or fully grasp. And I think that tithing and offering is one of those mysteries. You know, some people can easily get their head around it. It's it's an easy concept to them that they just grasp and run with it for the rest of their lives. And then there's others who may go their whole Christian life struggling with this concept of giving. It's not really a natural human thing to do, is it? Is to give something away for no reason, for no reason that the world sees, but to give something away with no strings attached. It's not really a part of our human nature. Um, I'll just go to my notes here. Yeah, so um, the mysteries of God now... I was. Um, I met a friend in college, actually, from um, Amsterdam. I became good friends with her over the year that I was um, studying there. And she said to me, she was obviously over here for just a year doing college, and she said to me, you know, Jess, the one thing that's different that I've noticed about our church in Amsterdam to churches in Australia, she said, um, we don't have an offering message every week. We have it once a year. And, um, and that's enough. And she said, Dutchies don't need reminding. You tell us once and we'll do it for life. And she said um, her church, you know, they have one of the best records of giving um, and they only hear an offering message once a year. So once a year they grasp this concept. They're like, sweet, yep, let's do this. And she said for life, they, they do it. They run with it. They don't need constant reminding. And you think... You know, we come to Aussie churches and you think, well, why do we need reminding every week? Why do we need to keep hearing reason after reason why this is such a beautiful thing to do? And it's because that in the average Australian church, only 5 to, sorry, five to 20% of people give in the congregation. And we, this is something that we hear about every single week. Even in some of the biggest churches in Australia, I know the biggest church in Australia, only 5 to 10% of the congregation actually give. And that's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit scary to think that, you know, we're, we hear about this every week. You, you hear so many amazing reasons why this is such a blessed thing to do, but yet we choose not to. Um, there's a scripture in John 20 
uh, 24 that talks about when Jesus appeared to Thomas. And we all know that Jesus died on the cross and he rose from the dead. And then he appeared to the disciples. And the disciples ran and said to Thomas, he's back, we saw him. And Thomas said, no, I won't believe it until I put my fingers in his hands where the nails were. I won't believe it until I see him in the flesh. And then so a week later in John 20, it says that Jesus appeared to Thomas and said, you know, here I am, peace be with you, here I am. And, uh, and Thomas said, oh my God, my Lord, here you are. And he believed, of course. And Jesus said to him, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet still believe. And sometimes we can be a little bit stubborn as Aussies, I think. We want proof. We want to know, all right, well, if I do it, what's going to happen? You know, if I want to know where it's going. I want to know what's happening. I want to know what I'm going to get out of this. I want proof that this principle is still applicable to today. We can be a little bit like kids, I think, Aussies. Why not try just trusting, even if you don't grasp the concept, why not just try trusting that God has set this principle over our lives and He knows what He's doing, that His mind is bigger and they're now little human minds that sometimes don't grasp these concepts. And I just want to read this quote out to you. This is from the Bill Johnson book that I've been reading and it should go up. Too many only obey what they understand, thus subjecting God to their judgments. To obey only when we see that there will be a favourable outcome is not obedience. To embrace what He has shown us, often in the midst of unanswerable questions, is an honour beyond measure. So to obey, even in the midst of questions that you may have, you know, I'm not going to stand here and give you 20 reasons why you should give because you hear it every week. But even in the midst of unanswerable questions, to obey what Jesus has told us and shown us is an honour beyond measure. And if you can just take that first step of going, oh, this is really weird. I've never tied before. I've never given money away with no strings attached. But if you honour God with your first fruits, trust me, the revelation will click in. It'll happen. I personally don't need to be reminded every week to give. I do it before Sunday comes. I do it on a Thursday when my pay comes in. I'm like, yep, there it goes. You know, and I know that that will happen for you. I know that once you just start doing it, that revelation will kick in. And if it doesn't, then trust the mysteries of God, that he, His ways are higher than ours and His mind. It couldn't possibly fit in our human mind. And it's a beautiful thing. Let's just pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your beautiful mysteries, Lord, that sometimes seem strange to us. Sometimes the concepts are hard to grasp, Lord, but thank you that your mysteries are beautiful and they work, Lord, that you've set them in place for a reason, Lord. And we trust you, Lord, even if we don't understand what's happening, even if we we can't get our heads around it right now, Lord, we trust you and let that be a step of that revelation, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I pray that you just bless everyone's first fruits here this morning. Bless their hearts, Lord. Bless their households, their families, their finances, Lord. Just bless them, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let's just take that up right now.